This is Douglas Minis. Hey, 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 short rounds and bants and burners. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, the show for people who like to listen to me talk without having to look at my face. Coming to you from a hotel room in Austin, Texas, on Friday, May 29th, 2015. Since last I spoke, you listened. We went live with the Getting Doug with High, featuring Brooks Whelan, Todd Glass, and Ungayo Bilam, that you can watch now in the archives at youtube.com slash Doug Benson. It was a fun one. I'm in Austin for what will probably be two sold-out Master Pancake Motopanakeku shows at the Alamu Draft House South Lamar location tonight. And most definitely, tomorrow's Douglas Movies at Cap City Comedy is sold out. Thank you for your support, Austin. And my thoughts are with all the Texans dealing with all the flooding definitely going to be this episode's shithead. Bloomington, Indiana. My mom calls it Bloomies, Indiana. I'll be doing Douglas movies at the Buskirk Chumley Theater this Friday afternoon, June 5th. If you get a badge for the festival called Limestone Fest, uh, you can see me also opening for Kyle Kinane on two shows Saturday night, June 6th. And uh, in the afternoon on June 6th, we're going to do a Benson movie interruption of Hoosiers, which is a good, serious film that takes place in Indiana. So I don't, I don't know how we're going to make fun of it, but we're going to try. New York City! Tickets are still available for Douglas Movies at Irving Plaza. It's a bigger venue than the Gramercy. I'm very excited. We'll go back to the Gramercy. I love the Gramercy. I love my Gram. But uh, Irvine, Irvine, Irving Plaza uh, beckons on Tuesday, June 9th. And Douglas Movies in Washington, D.C. is sold out. Thank you, nation's capital. So bring your name tags to my late night stand-up show at the D.C. Improv on Thursday, June 11th. DougLovesMovies.com. Cottonmouth, time to drink. Oh, I continue to struggle with the Doug Loves Movies Challenge, 365 movies in 365 days, <coughs> but I will prevail, damn it. I will prevail. Movie number 103, Pitch Perfect 2, no colon, no subtitle. I'm a big fan. I'm a big, I don't even call it a guilty pleasure. I love, love, love the first Pitch Perfect and I like this one a lot, too, because it's got past and future Douglas Movies guests Anna Kendrick, Adam Devine, Jolo Trulio, John Hodgman, Reggie Watts. Wait, maybe Reggie hasn't been on Douglas Movies. Has he been on Douglas Movies? I think he's only been on uh, Getting Doug with High. Anyway, Doug's got to dig this. Might not be as good as the first one, but... <coughs> Adding David Cross and Keegan-Michael Key in sizable roles uh, made it uh, pretty funny. Fat Amy's still hilarious. Adam Devine's character Bumper has a scene uh, at the end, spoiler, that uh, is worth the price of admission. Best end credit scene I've seen since uh, that dog was licking the collector's face at the end of Guardians. <laughs> 
oh, and P.S., I saw PP2 with someone who had never seen PP1, and it didn't seem to affect their enjoyment of the movie at all. You can figure out what's going on if you haven't seen the first one. What are you guys watching for movie number 103? Daniel Grima saw Fire with Fire, good actors in an average film. Okay, I'm, I'm not recalling what that film is, so I'm just going to have to agree with you. Big Nige One, hanging in there, saw Ex Machina, awesome film, top of this year so far, constantly creepy with great performances. Yeah, maybe somebody asked me recently what's my favorite. I was on a, what you call it, uh, <laughs> Periscope. And uh, somebody asked me a favorite movie of the year so far, and I just, you know, I, you're on Periscope, you're answering quickly. So I said, um, Kingsman's Secret Service, and uh, Ex Machina didn't even jump into my head, but, ooh, that's a tough one. That's a, that'd be a tough watch, this, not that, between those two movies. But one's certainly brainier, and one's more action-y. But uh, they're both the kinds of movies that when they're done well like that, oh boy, I love them. Uh, <laughs> Trex the movie, T-Rex the movie, uh, <laughs> uh, saw Paddington, first Moulin Rouge, now this, stop typecasting Nicole Kidman in, in your marmalade films. Okay, I don't know what any of that means. I understand that she was in Moulin Rouge and Paddington but I don't understand how that's typecasting and why they are why they are marmalade films. So maybe you could send me another tweet to explain. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, T-Rex the movie. Evil Smiley Run saw Seventh Son and says the dude mumbles a lot, a medieval R.I.P.D. Oh, well that, now I really don't want to see that. Uh, Jesus underscore dinosaur saw Hercules in New York. <laughs> he wrote, someday I'll meet Paul Shear and make him pay. So I guess Shear encouraged you to watch that, Jesus underscore dinosaur. Um, oh, I like the way underscore dinosaur sounds together. That, that'd be a good name for something, underscore dinosaur. I'm trying to think of names for uh, Burt Kreischer's, Kreischer's next album. I did his Burt cast, and he said... Uh, you know, come up with some names for me for my next album, and uh, I, I thought of some good ones, but I, I'm not going to share them just yet, but if you can think of any, uh, feel free to let me know if you got any good Burt puns. Laughing in Misery saw Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, great mix of dark comedy and romance. Oh, okay. Alright. If you say so. Um, <laughs> McFizz knew saw Come and See from 1985. Haunting, thought-provoking, shot interestingly. Come and see. Hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know about that one. Um, Brad Perala saw Horrible Bosses 2. Horrible isn't a word I'd use to describe this comedy. Good job. I did like seeing all those people again, especially the main three guys. They do make me laugh, but uh, the story in that one was uh, was all over the place. Tracy underscore Leanne, two night stand. I laughed, and then I laughed some more. That's another one that I probably should be familiar with, but I'm not. Mad Max Fury Road, great old-style action told with new technology. Well, that's interesting you say that because uh, they didn't use new technology. It's very, uh, very much, I mean, certainly it's in 3D if you want to watch it that way, 
But uh, other than that, it's all practical effects and stunts that were actually done on set instead of uh, using uh, technology. Uh, I've been told. I mean, it all looked real to me. I mean, none of it looked CG to me. Ralph Varlis saw The Twelve Chairs, Mel Brooks' comedy, but not his best. Well, certainly, he made, like, how many, you know, maybe ten movies. Uh, and while maybe it's not his best, I think you're not giving it enough... Uh, enough love, Ralph. Sorry, Ralph, but I think it's a great movie. But also, you know, I saw it more in actual order, you know, like I was only, I think I saw it after Young Frankenstein, so, uh, and, and that's when I really turned and became a, a huge Mel Brooks fan. As much as I enjoyed Producers and Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein's where it really kicked in, just in terms of my age, you know. Um, Ease for Erica saw Song of the Sea, the animation is absolutely stunning. Uh, I hope so. I mean, th those uh, those things where the animation is stunning, I, I just find the stories boring and hard to relate to and uh, childlike, and not not in a not not in a Star Wars childlike way. <coughs> it's just not my thing, really. Which I find myself saying about more and more genres lately, but mostly horror and uh, and G-rated animated movies or anything rated G P or PG. And most PG-13 things I'm not interested in. Like, if you're making a PG-13 movie, and it has adult characters in it, it is a lie. There will, it, will not, it will not feel real, because they can't say the word fuck more than once. And let's face it, how many adults uh, out there in this world today are not running around saying fuck a lot? Soul Pop says, hey, I've been to 100 new movies in 103 days for the Douglas Movies Challenge, and I chronicled them here. So he's got a whole separate thing that you can click on and read more about what he's seen. So that's Soul Popped if you want to go follow him and see what's up with him. And finally, Sebastian Nebel saw Werner Herzog's Liebenschneisen, also known as Signs of Life, from 1968. And he doesn't say anything about it, so I'll just have to wonder. Don't forget, my new stand-up album, Promotional Tool, is available for pre-order on iTunes and will be full-blown available on June 9th at iTunes and SpecialThingRecords.com. Only $4.99 digital. Might be a dollar more if you want a physical copy. And as always, floods are a shithead. Be safe, everybody. This is Douglas Minnie's, his fifth podcast. And it's quite a blast. It's bad size, so it'll download fast. It's a Doug Benson show, he done before you know. Listen for the dates and bring a name tag to the show. Here with Leonard Malton rated in the game named after him. Made it funny that he's played it. Do I talk singing, pump screaming today? If it's funny, phone hurts, roll up the big J's. Made a category if you wait to birthday. Maybe for the stream, and it's a love hate kind of thing. You can share it with a friend, just listen to the end. That's when you hear the shit, hey.